World Prayer Center and the Praying Family Chapel presents Dominion 2017. Divine encounter to your next level. Five weeks prayer and fasting is starting on the 27th of February to 31st of March 2017. Morning and evening sessions. Host is Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakoni. It must be activated. Activated. Every talent in you. Jesus. Every spiritual gift. Jesus. The gift of prophecy. Jesus. Interpretation of time. Word of wisdom. Word of knowledge. See through the spirit. Let it be activated now. Activated now. Recommend a stirring of that gift. A stirring. And now, the message. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about what I call fulfilling your ministry. Everybody has a ministry. Hallelujah. God doesn't waste his time to create a nobody. God makes sure that everybody has a ministry. Tell the person you have a ministry. Amen. And number two, every calling of God is a high calling. Even if you are sweeping the church, it's a calling. Every calling of God is a high calling. Even if you are sweeping the church, even if you are sweeping the church, it's a high calling. Hallelujah. So God doesn't waste his time calling nobody. Everybody has a ministry. And it becomes your responsibility to fulfill that ministry. Are we together now? Now, so in one of the conclusive messages of who, who, the man I call the first class apostle. Now, I call him first class apostle because of the mysteries and understanding and, and the grace on his life and his ability to just uh, get into the word. One day he told them, he said, I am the least of all the apostles, but I have worked harder than all of you. I, I am talking about Apostle Paul. I'm talking about Apostle Paul. And he wrote two texts of the New Testament. And one of his conclusive messages in, in the book of Colossians, when he was writing the church to the, the church of Corinth, and then uh, in Colossians chapter 4, verse 17, there is a particular Sunday that he gave a charge among all the things that he said. Colossians chapter 4, verse 17, he spoke about the fact that he sent a message to a particular man. He says, Say to Archippus, say to Archippus that take heed. It means be careful. Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Say to Archippus. Now, in the context of where we are now, I want you to cancel Archippus' name and put your name there. So it can be read this way. Say to Apostle Ophori, say to Evangelist Yabua, that he should take heed. Be careful. Don't take it for granted. The ministry that you have received from the Lord, God gave the ministry to you, but you can receive it and not fulfill it. Three people hear what I said. The man of God. When the word of God enters you, you will react. You will not sit like a rock of Gibraltar. So when you hear somebody say, ah, something has entered them. Take it. The fact that you have a church that's not even me, you are fulfilling your ministry. The fact that you are preaching that's not you are fulfilling your ministry. It is going to be our major prayer point today. The Lord grace to fulfill my ministry. Now, when you are 99 years and you are dying, can you say with Paul that I have fought a good fight? Say to Apostle of Holy that he should take heed. Give me the NIV version. Jesus Christ is Lord. Can I preach a little bit for 20 minutes? 
evangelist yeboah. Tell Araba, tell Albert, tell whoever. Tell the girl shooting the video. This is her ministry. This is her. Now listen. Somebody's watching us on the internet. Right now probably millions of people. But without her, it cannot, those in America cannot watch. So that is her ministry. This morning God is saying that be careful. Take heed. Because one day you are going to make an account. Onima Tokapai, I feel like preaching. One day you stand before the judgment seat of Christ and make an account for the gift God put in you. So be careful. Don't take it for granted. You must passionately go into this one. When I married my wife, I told her, I said, I love you, but I love God more than I love you. And I told her, I said, the place of God's love in my heart, you cannot even compete with it. He told me, he said, I don't understand. I said, well, you understand. And I told her, I said, well, I said, listen, girl, a man that don't love God cannot love you. The love I have for you is dependent on the love I have for God. So don't marry the guy because he has money. Marry a man who fear God and have vision. You make it in life. Yeah. And I told her, I said, that is why I, Jesus said, if you can't leave your father, mother, wife, and children, you can never be my disciple. It is part of the connection to this. In attempt to fulfill your ministry, sometimes you must live as if you are not married. No, you are not listening to what I'm talking about. I was talking to evangelist boy yesterday. He told me something. He said, I'm doing a crusade. Next week, I'm doing a crusade in Central Region. The following week, it's just going to village. Fulfilling his ministry. Now, normally when you do crusade, you wait for three days. But hey, when I wake up, I, 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 I finished talking to him. I was going, the Lord spoke to me. He said that there is no time for rest. Because the kingdom of darkness is not resting. They are working with a short time. Hey, what is your name? Mention your name. No, mention your name so that I have you here. Tell, what's your name, man of God? What's your name? I'm Abraham. Ab- Tell, Apostle Abraham. Tell, Pastor Abraham. Man of God, what's your name? Emmanuel. Now, so tell them. So he said, Tell Akipos. Tell him. See to it. It is not God's fault. You see to it that you complete. Receive grace to complete the ministry God has given to you. I say receive grace to complete the ministry. That you will not fall short of what God has called you. Receive grace to complete the completion anointing. The completion anointing. The finishing anointing. Lord, pour it upon us here. Clap your hands and pray for two minutes. Pray. Lord, grace, grace, grace. The finishing anointing. The completion anointing. I don't want to miss it, Lord. I don't want to miss it, Lord. Every calling of my life, I want to finish. I want to complete. Don't let me cut short. Don't let the enemy cut me short. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Let me finish this one. In the name of Jesus. Somebody lift up and say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now be seated. Let's talk a little bit. Be careful. 
Apostle Foley, we can't live like we have nothing to do. No, we can't live like. Hallelujah. Some of the things you see here come with hard working. No. It comes with hard working. Yesterday, when I finished Dr. Richie Roberts, I went to sleep one half past one. Because some of the men even saw me. I was trying to get a place for them to sleep. Those are that. And I went to sleep. I slept two o'clock and I wake up four o'clock. Prepare this message before I come. No, you can't. No, one day so, somebody came and said, Master, I want to follow. He said, Foxes have hosts and bears have never. The son of man has no way to lay his head. As long as the day break, I must work the works of him that sent me. I don't know whether you are clapping for Jesus or you are not, but I'm saying something. No. Don't leave back here. Because I'm going to give you right now keys to fulfill your ministry. The kingdom is about keys. If you have the right key, you have access. Keys gives you access. No matter how the door is, you need a key to open it. If you have the right key, you get to without struggle. Receive the keys for the ministry. Receive the keys for your calling. Yes. Receive the keys for what I God is calling. So that receive it now. I receive it now. Jesus, I feel like preaching this morning. Now watch this. He said what? Be careful. He said what? Tell, tell like he was telling and I say, tell him, tell him. When Pastor Albert, my son, was leading the, the, the prayer meeting, he said something, he said that almost two years ago, this place was a bush. The whole creation is waiting for the manifestation mm. of the sons of God. So when you live here, there is a bush in your area, you are going to turn it to a hey! Oh, you are not saying amen to that. It is part of the fulfillment of your ministry. God has not finished with you yet. The best is yet to come. I said the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Yes. Now, I want to release a prophetic word. Everybody put your two hands in your belly. Every spiritual gift in you. Every spiritual gift in you. That is dormant. We command it to be activated now. In the name of Jesus. It must wake up. It must be activated. Activated. Every talent in you. Jesus. Every spiritual gift. The gift of prophecy. Jesus. Interpretation of time. Word of wisdom. Word of knowledge. See through the spirit. Let it be activated now. Activated now. We command a stirring of that gift. Listen to me. Listen to what God is telling me. Some of you will live here with a prophetic mantle. Michael. Because after you, after this program, you have a seeing eyes and a hearing yes. Anything that stops you from hearing the word of Jesus. God and hear the voice of God, we curse it in the name of Jesus. Your spiritual eyes will be open. Amen. Your spiritual ears will be open. What? Now listen. Because you need to hear. On the road to Damascus, Everybody saw a light. Only Paul heard a voice. You must hear the voice. He said, oh, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. I was not disobedient. I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. I heard what God said. Jesus Christ met me at Damascus Road. Spoke to me. The people all heard, saw the light. But I heard his voice. What can separate me from the love of God? Shall tribulation or peril? Shall hunger or tribulation? Nothing shall separate me 
receive that grace upon your life. Receive. Now, sit down. Let me tell you this. With my eyes open. Don't go there and complain that things are difficult. The reason why you are going through those trials, those challenges, and those temptations is that the greater your ministry, the greater the attack. Ah. Now listen, the secret of men are in their stories. So when you see God is using somebody, don't just look at the aroma, check the secret. Go for the story. Now, we bought a property in Tema, paid for it. One million US dollars. Renovated it, two million US dollars. And then, after that, we bought it from the court. That property was locked up. One day, we finished uh, a service and they throw our things away and lock it up. And for almost how many? Two years thereabout, we were worshipping under Apata Ashen. And we have a magnificent auditorium that is locked up. With all the state, compound, everything tied, locked up. Why did the devil lock it up? Can I tell you this, man of God? Satan doesn't attack anything that doesn't have a future. So if you see the devil attacking you, it shows where God is taking you. Oh, you are not listening to what I'm preaching now. You are not listening to what I'm preaching now. You are not listening to what I'm saying now. Are you getting the point now? Yes, sir. Are you getting the point now? Now, listen. You must have a tenacity that makes you unstoppable. I cried. Yes. I wept. But I did like David. In Zikla. And when all the men were crying, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Receive the grace of God to encourage yourself in the Lord. No matter the battle. You are more than a conqueror. <laughs> Sit down and let's talk. Now wait, wait a little bit. You don't understand. You might not understand the system. Everybody, including, yes sir, including all lawyers. Everybody say, this is nonsense. How can this thing happen? You bought this judiciary, say what? But including the top of the judiciary, I want to see everybody. They say, we have to go through the process. Now watch this. The moment we enter this land, in fact, two weeks after we entered this land, the court gave us judgment and gave our property back. Now listen, listen. I said, Lord, why did you do this? Say, if I kept you there, you'll be complacent. I have to close the old chapter to open the new chapter. Hey! Something is happening to you. There is an attack on your life. But God is closing the old chapter. Oh, I'm prophesying to somebody here. That the new chapter will be open. Somebody saw the devil is a liar. Tell somebody the devil is a liar. I refuse to give up. I refuse to stop. I refuse to be dismayed. The devil is a liar. That property was about four acres. This place. I don't even know the acres now. I don't know. I don't know. When you go down there to where the zoo is, you see that new roads are being done. Just half is developed. One day I was walking, the Lord asked me, said, that place and here, which one do you like? So you see, 
Makuda maya. Nima sota Rakati pasa. Manima toka pasa. Hey, ha. Listen. The size of your enemy is determined by the size of your reward. Hey. Oh, I'm speaking to you, sir. The size of your enemy. You can go to war and kill every soldier. Every soldier. We might promote you from corporal to sergeant. Uh, you went to war. But if you kill Goliath, because of his size, you will marry the king's daughter free. You'll be exempted from tax. You'll become the king's commander. The size of your enemy. Slap somebody by the shoulder and say, don't give up. Don't give up. And put your hands together for Jesus because I'm preaching. Yehovah. Jehovah. Jehovah. Guys, lift your voice and let's sing it to the glory of God. We serve a living God. We serve a living God. We serve a living God. Must not stop you from fulfilling your ministry. The challenges must not stop you. Anytime you see the devil close something, God is about to open something. Amen. Give the Lord a clap of it. Are you getting what I'm talking about here? Hallelujah. It's a must. You must fulfill your ministry. Amen. Put the scripture on the screen for me. He said, sit down, sit down. Let's talk a little bit. Sit down, sit down. Hallelujah. He said, tell Akipos, see to it that you complete the work you have received in the Lord. It is not everybody who completes it. And a half job does not receive a reward. It is a spiritual law. Give me the message Bible. Take heed. So, how do I fulfill my ministry? I'm going to give you the points now. Ah, oh yes. Tell Akipos. Tell Akipos. Do your best in the job you receive from the master. Do what? Your best. Coming to Porter City and sleeping on the mat on the floor, you are doing your best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you are doing your best. You are doing one day God told me that any life on earth, independence of God is dangerous. That is why God doesn't care how a country has received a revival. If they walk out of him, he walks out of them. That is why you have to be careful what you are receiving from the West. Some of the things are polluted. The ark of the testimony is in Africa. Watch this. There are three things that came from the Abrahamic line. The first one is the Ishmaelite. God has blessed them. 
God has go to Dubai. Go to Middle East. Go there. Because he promised Abraham, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless everything that comes out of you. So the sons of Hagar has been blessed. The sons of Sarah, the Jewish people, they are the most powerful people on earth. Go to every country. When I go to the Jewish community, powerful guys. The Jewish people has been blessed. Now, eleven, the last one, the sons of Keturah, which is the Africans. So this is our time. That is a prophetic word. That is a prophetic word. That is a prophetic word. The sons of Keturah. That is why you see Nidan and Didan. The black people, this is our time. God is a faithful God. Don't let attitude stop you. I don't know whether you are ready for this. I'm not too sure whether you are ready for this. Hallelujah. No. We need to come together like this. We need to come together and let somebody know. I used to go to conferences. I used to go to conferences and sit there. And when I go there, all I want is that, Lord, speak to me. Papa Deboye said, Papa Deboye said, three major encounters in my life. The first one, he had it with Kenneth Hagin. The second one with Dr. Young at the prayer mountain. The third one, he went to Israel. He was entering the tomb of Jesus. And then a voice said, stand there, Deboye. And he said, ha, where you are going, the man went there dead and came back alive. You must not return back from the tomb with him. Encounter. Somebody say encounter, encounter. Encounter. Before you leave here, may you have an encounter. Amen. No, you are not listening to what I'm saying. I say, may you have an encounter. Amen. Somebody say encounter. Encounter. To fulfill your ministry, you need an encounter. Encounter. Check all the people in the Bible that had an encounter. Moses has an encounter with a burning bush. That guy is unstoppable. He was a type of Christ in the Old Testament. Jesus Christ. Paul had an encounter to the road, on the road to Damascus. You can't stop the guy. Apostle Paul, the poisonous snake that killed others, you shake it off. What are you talking about? You need an encounter. You need an encounter. Every great man of God I've ever seen, Richard Robert will tell you his story. He said, my father was dying. I was in the, I was in the hospital. The man was just about to go. Encounter. He said, the, uh, his father, Robert said, Richard, the angels has come. They're about to pick me to heaven. If you want it, you will get it. Amen. He said, my father was holding my hand. Something entered me and then he died. May something enter you before you leave Because you will never be the same again. You will never be the same. Encounters. Encounters. You must fulfill your ministry. You need an impartation. Tell them. Put the scripture on the screen. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Because when you stand up, then I want to fire. I want to take one time. Huh? And you start something in me. And do your best in your job. You receive from the master. Do your very best. Work very hard. There's nothing to do with being a pastor alone. Sweeping the church. God might not take you straight to the apostolic ministry. Maybe you may start by serving a pastor. This generation doesn't understand. There are a lot of people think that when you go and kneel down, a man pray for you, they get anointed. The fastest way to get impartation is service. Service. That is all Elijah did. Pouring water on the hands of Elijah. Who was not ready to give him the anointing? And they go to Giga. He said, the Lord has sent me. Stay here. He says, the Lord leave it. I will not leave you. They go to Jericho. Stay here. He said, the Lord leave it. I will not get you. And then they go to Jordan. 
Kina Matupaya. I told them, I said that in the, you can ask for ask for ask for ask for Gilga. You, you, it doesn't cost you anything. Bethel, it doesn't cost you anything. Jericho, it doesn't cost you anything. But Jordan. Now, if you cross the water, you don't know semiology. How do you come? You are not violent, or you are not getting anything. Now, listen. When I was reading the Bible, this is what the Lord told me. The Holy Ghost said, "Elisha preferred to die than losing the anointing." I don't care how much it costs me. Okay, you are not hungry. You are not aggressive. Today, may you receive the spirit of aggression. If you make time for God, you make time for you. Oh, I'm preaching. Don't stop me. Huh? Jordan. Because Elisha understands something. I told them, Jordan is a place of endings and beginnings. Jordan is a place of change of mantles. Moses' ministry ended at Jordan. Joshua's ministry began at Jordan. Hunamato Kapaya. Elijah's ministry ended at Jordan. Elisha's ministry began at Jordan. John the Baptist's ministry ended at Jordan. Jesus' ministry began at Jordan. Hey. Hey. Oh, I feel like preaching here. Jordan is a place of beginnings and ending. Yes. On the border city, may he become the Jordan of your life. May you pick up a mantle. Yeah. A mantle. Encounters with the supernatural. Marco Dabaya. All grounds are not the same. Yes, sir. This girl has so prayer. People are staying here and fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. This girl has so prayer. All grounds are not the same. Jesus said, the Lord told me, say, where you stand is a holy ground. Remove your sandals. Things at the ground is not the same. I saw one lady here walking on the compound, barefooted and praying. That is act of faith. 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 Fulfilling your ministry. Fulfilling your ministry. Don't go back to your place and joke again. We don't have time to joke. Don't have time for foolishness. People engage you in foolish conversations. Don't have time. Don't be a Facebook pastor. Spend time with the word of God. Oh, I'm preaching to somebody here that will listen to me. Distractions. Distractions. Don't let church members distract you. Yeah, yeah. Don't just spend time with Christ. Make impact in the church. Yeah, that's what it is. Don't let them. It is not. You, I am not. I am not under any compulsion to answer my phone calls. No. Thank God for mobile phone. But it's one of the latest demons in our generation. If you don't take care, it will stop you from hearing the voice of God. One day, Dr. Young, he he was on the phone. He was praying, and the president of his country called. Mm. He picked the phone and finished talking. God said, now that you respect your president, let me go back and talk to him. Hey. And the Lord said, from now, if you are talking to me, and anybody calls you and you pick it up, he'll be your God. Hey. The Bible said that it's time for everything. Yes. If you are in prayer, you are in prayer. Yes. Let nobody's call be important by the voice of your God. There is nothing anybody can give you that can be compared to one word God will say in your life. Give the Lord a clap of it and preach. And a compulsion. Who? No. No. So what? Presidents, I have some of them drive here. They voted you for power. Our own is a calling. Hey. Nobody can vote you out because nobody voted you there. If any deacon try, God will come after them. 
Because it's a calling. It's a calling. Oh, I'm preaching. I'm preaching. No, you can't. You're not all doing the same. Hallelujah. My friend, my brother, evangelist, my, uh, I can't go to crusade grass. It's not my calling. If you put him on crusade, maybe I'll preach, but the impact will not be like him. Hallelujah. But gather people with fasting and prayer. I will preach without getting tired. Compliment one another. I was telling him, I said, we'll begin to go to the villages with you. That in our compassion ministry, whilst we are preaching, we are sharing things to them. We'll give them rice. The container you see there is our compassion container. We just collect things, dresses, rice. I was going to preach in Northern region. We went there with 40 footer container. Full of things. Clothes. We bought over 2,000 clothes. Giving it to people. All the pastors who have come here, we have bought clothes to send it to your wives. We give it to you. That's what we do. Yes, that's what we do. That's what we do. Send it to your wives. Give it to them. Tell them that somebody's praying for them. Tell them they shouldn't give up. They should support you. Back you to fulfill the work. Because one day God will reward them for backing you to fulfill them. That's what we do. That's what we do. God told Abraham, God doesn't bless us in the kingdom to be proud. He doesn't bless us to walk with our chest out. If you see us walking simple, we are blessed. But we, walk, we live a very simple life. Down to earth. If God blesses you and you are proud, something is wrong with you. Yeah. Because pride is not your nature. The way humility comes from the way humans. And the way humans means dust or down to earth. And that is where God picked you from. Man was made out of dust. So anytime you are humble, you are yourself. You don't need anything. Did you hear what I said? Sit down, 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 sit down. Try, try and sit down. Try, try, try. Kida batoya. Ha! Masina matokepe. Resini mi atusaraduse. Let the heavens be open. And let the rains begin to fall. Receive the dew from above. And the fattiness thereof. For your going out shall be blessed. Yes, and your coming in shall be blessed. Yes, and may the Lord raise supporters for the work. You will fulfill the ministry. Amen. Sit down, let's talk. Sit down, sit down, sit down. What are the keys? To fulfill your ministry. Cannot be out. Because Paul was charging Archippus. He said, tell him. I might not get the letter to him. There was no mobile phone. There was no text message. So he sent the message through the person. He said, tell Archippus. It is possible that Archippus has received a ministry. But he's taking it for granted. And the apostle Paul picked it up. Because he's the only one in the Bible, in the special, that he gave that command. Archippus has the gift. Archippus has the talent. All the spiritual gift is there, but he's not manifesting them. He chat Timothy and said that the unction on you, you get it from your grandmother Lois. Is that correct? And your mother what? Eunice. And the thing came upon you. So anointings can be transferred. Now let me tell you, let me tell you this. There is a reason why Africa and those of you here, the ministry is becoming fierce and battle. Because, watch this. 
Some of the people you listen to in America, eh? some of them are fourth generation Christians. You understand? It means that there are some preachers in America. Their great grandfather was a pastor. Their, their grandfather was a pastor. Their father was a pastor and they are pastor. Now, if this was great grandfather is a pastor, he is working in a generational blessing. But me and you, when we trace our background, if we don't see a fetish priest, we will see a chief. Oh, you are, you are not listening to me. I am here to open your eye to something. Are you getting the point now? So, let me tell you this. The reason why you are going through the battle is that you are breaking something. Now, your children will never go through what you have been through. Because you have already fought the battle. But because you are a pioneer, oh, I feel like preaching here this morning. Preach. Because you are a pioneer, because you are a groundbreaker, receive the anointing of a groundbreaker. There is a man of God in America called Joel Austin, probably the most inspirational speaker now. His father is called Joel John Austin, powerful man of God. He was moving, part of his friends were Richard Roberts' father, Ora Robert Kenneth Hagen, a man of faith. Now, he gave over 7,000 scholarships to African pastors, especially in East Africa, Kenya, and those areas. Now, his roof, where John Austin ended. His roof became a son's platform. Think about it. Think about it. But me and you, nobody set a roof for us. You must understand this principle. That is what keep you in a state of a warfare. That is what make you turn out. You don't compare yourself to anybody. And in ministry, if Apostle Ofori has a thousand church members, and I have 200, it doesn't make me a failure. Watch this. God doesn't measure it by quantity. He gave one talent four. He gave one two. He gave one one. He gave it to them according to their several ability. Now watch this. When you go back to study that scripture carefully, the one that had four and work and got eight, the same blessing he pronounced on him is the same thing he pronounced on the one who has two and work and got four. Because as far as God is concerned, you can't say the one who has eight is successful. Because that is the ability God gives to him. So, don't go back and look at your church and think you are a failure. No. no. You might not need to build a city like God gave me the grace to build it. But maybe you will build a 2,000 seater auditorium. And it doesn't make you a failure. Because if you bite more than you can chew, it will lock up in your jaw. Can I say this, man of God? It is dangerous to do anything God has not given you grace for. Because God sent me to do this, I don't sweat in doing it. Because behind every vision, there is provision. It's not my responsibility. Put yourself under unnecessary pressure. No. You don't need it. You don't need a new car to make you a man of God. You don't need to drive a certain car to be anointed. 
Jesus was just the most anointed. All the car he has is a donkey. Even that one, it was borrowed. There are all kinds of things in our generation. Some of them are walking and walking around. For instance, my children here knows. If you give me a gift, Apostle Fori was there. I travel to preach and I leave cars for men of God. I dump it. Yes. Last year, I give over 14 cars as a gift. So you don't drive a car to feel like because you are driving. Your your calling has nothing to do with cars. If you are riding a bicycle and you are fulfilling God's assignment. Manima Tokapa. He said, do your best to fulfill the ministry. Don't let anybody put pressure on you. Most of the things we celebrate is abomination unto God. Most of the things. No. Most of the things we clap for. Don't be under any competition. You are not in competition with anybody. You are fulfilling your ministry. Don't need it. Oh, I'm preaching. Because if you don't understand it, you come around a crowd, see some people minister, and you think that you are failing. No. 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 I can't even sit here and think that I'm more successful than you. Because some of the place you are, if if I get there, maybe I can't survive. But you are breaking the ground over there. And God give you the grace for it. So the best I can do is to back you up. Back you up. That's what we are doing. Yeah. That's what you are doing. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. The only one he dealt with is the one that has the ministry of the talent of one. And he buried it. Do you know why he buried it? He has compared himself with those who have ate. And he said, this small thing, what do I do? And talking nonsense to his master. And the master came and said, if, if you won't work hard, you could have put in it in a treasure bill. Which means that, which means that, you could have raised other people to do the work and bring me profit. You just bury the talent. Anybody that bury your gift, God will bury you. <laughs> it. Check your Bible very well. He pronounced the same words on the one who got eight. It's the same words he pronounced the one who got four. So if the one who got one work with two, he could have got the same recommendation. Let me give you this. There is a great man of God called, what is his name? The guy that is in his mouth was shining his shoe. I've said it before. Um, D.L. Moody. Yes, Moody. One day, he was about to go and preach. And he had a vision. And in a vision he wrote, he saw heaven open. And there was like an assembly hall. And trophies were there. And the trophies were the smallest to the biggest size. So suddenly he saw his church members. And Jesus was giving them trophy. So he gave the trophy to them. He left with the last two trophies. So he knew that definitely he is the one that is going to have the final one. Huge one. Then suddenly God, Jesus called him. At the last but one trophy. Hmm. So he was going, ah, 
I'm the bishop of the church. So who is going to take the biggest one? Jesus called him and gave him the last but one and called his house help. House boy. And gave him the biggest one. He woke up and said, what? Then where his house is, the boy's quarters, he opened his window and saw and look at what has happened. When he opened his window, he saw the house boy ironing his master's dress. He, and he finished ironing the way he's ironing and then the shoe that he's polishing. The guy will sign the shoe of his master. He will just sign the shoe, put the shoe on the wall and go back and watch the shoe and come and take it and sign it. And so Moody called and said, hey, why are you taking your time so much signing my shoe? What is it? He said, daddy, I don't see you wearing the shoe. I see Jesus wearing it. And suddenly the Lord told him that that guy fulfilled his ministry by serving you from his heart. There are people serving pastors, taking it for granted. Everybody in the church wants to preach. And they feel they are not standing in front line. They are no preachers. Every calling of God is a high calling. There will be surprises in heaven. Pray that you will not mix it. Some of the people serving around men of God, if they know the way Jesus look at them, they will do it with their heart. Because most people don't serve for Christ's sake. They serve for what they can get. Oh, I don't know whether you need more, but I want to end this. yourself under pressure. Yes, Don't compare yourself to anybody in the town. If you see them driving a nice car, thank God for their life. But when you need one, God will give it to you. Yeah. See that? Number one, to fulfill your ministry. <laughs> Is it time? It's almost 8 o'clock. <laughs> By the way, are you, are you learning something here this morning? God brought you here for a purpose. Hallelujah. Oh, we need one another. We need one another. We need it. Today is my turn that I'm exhorting you one day. Where you are, God will gather pastors and bring them. Now listen. Congregation listen to messages for blessing. We listen for expansion. It means that if I sit down and Apostle Foley is preaching, I must get 10 messages out of his message. So don't just sit there. sit there. No. You must be able to sapping your small mind with other people's mind. No matter how good you are, somebody is always better. That's the way God has made a system. You need other people. No. It also said, when I have not discovered myself, I use somebody's self. So I used Orarob. It also was very close to Richard Robert's father. He was one of the men he was referring to as his father. Apart from that, so uh, Papa, everybody is a son. 
But he said, if you have not discovered yourself, you're somebody's self. One day, Bishop Taki Aboy finished preaching in a place. I went and said, Papa, give me the nose. I say, I'm telling you, when we hear the don't get angry, I'm going to preach it ditto ditto. <laughs> I'm not going to take anything. I'm quoting it the way you are quoting and doing it. Quiet, no. When I said it, I said, this message is good. The team blessed me so I collected the notes. Reverend Yusuf was sitting there. He said, I collect. Sometimes I go to his place. I, I hear Reverend Yusuf finish preaching. I said, Papa, I just heard the message you preached on Sunny FM. I need the notes. He said, Nana, okay, let me send it to you. Collect it. If you listen, listen, listen. If you feel like uh, you feel very difficult to use somebody's nose, you are proud. I saw Kenneth Hagin sometime hold Smith Wickersburg book and preaching out of it. Don't have anything, don't have everything. You need other people. Oh, yes. I like the way you are looking at me. As if I'm coming from Jupiter. Tell somebody, humble yourself. Humble yourself. I need it. In somebody's brain. Collected it. Hallelujah. Wow. No. Because there's nothing new under the sun. Every message you preach, somebody has preached it before. No new thing. Is it faith you are preaching? People are preaching better than you. No? Is it prayer? You can even preach prayer and not pray. Mm-hmm. I told America, I said, you don't learn how to pray by reading. You learn how to pray by praying. We need it. At the end of the day, the important thing is that we are fulfilling the ministry. We are in the center of the will of God. Can I tell you, it's men of God. When you are in the center of the will of God, favor is automatic. Don't try to do something in your time because another pastor is doing it. You might not be called for it. One pastor was building a hospital. I said, did God ask you to do it? He said, because that pastor said, you'll be the first to be admitted there. No. If you come here, you say you are going to build the city. Fine. If God speaks to you, then do it. If, God, if I didn't hear the voice of God, no. I will not try it. You must hear the voice of God and be sure. Even if you think the road is long, apart from that, the traffic itself. Now, the demon of traffic is worse in this place than the demon of the length of the road. No. But God said, come. God told me, when I was struggling, I said, Lord, this place is a bush. He told me, John, the Baptist church was in the bush. Mm. Keep quiet and go there. Mm. God bless you. Oh, those who are clapping for Jesus, you are getting it. Ma, 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 ma. Am I talking to somebody here today? No, I want to fulfill your ministry. Be prayerful. Let me run it quickly and then we close. Tell somebody be prayerful. Man of God, you can teach prayer and you are not praying. You can even go to one night, give prayer topic and go to the vestry and sleep. 
You can preach about prayer. Listen, and let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. The state and the level of the prayer of the church is determined by your prayer life. Because all you flow from the top. To fulfill your ministry, you must be prayerful. To be a good organist, you must be prayerful. Do you know why sometimes we struggle to preach? All the people around us, they are kana. Organist is not correct. That's why in our place, everybody fast. Everybody. The guy who tune my sound, very spiritual. Because me, I'll suck you. All these guys, you see them beaming things all over the world. They are all fasting. My team. Everybody. Get them into it. Until they pick your spirit, the struggle continues. Prayerful. Loyal people. Our choir, they pray. No, no, no. You fast. I have daughters here who can fast for 30 days only on water. Quite restless. Because that is why your father lives. Prayer. It cannot be. Oh! They saw Jesus raise the dead. They saw Jesus cleanse the lepers. If I'm one of the apostles, I'll tell the master, if you are going to heaven, all I need is the dead raising anointing. I'll put a big sign for the dead raising ministry. Can you imagine the money you make? They saw him raise cripples. They saw him cast demons. They never asked him teach us to raise the dead. The only thing they asked is teach us to pray. Because the secret of your raising the dead is to lock up in your prayer life. Teach us to pray. If you are prayerful, you are powerful. If you are prayerless, you are powerless. And you make time to pray. The three duties of a man. The longest sermon is in, in the book of Matthew chapter 6, Sermon on the Mountain. Jesus spoke about three things. Whoo! Matthew chapter 6. Give me verse number 17. my three things. The three duties of every Christian. Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 17. I guess so. Hallelujah. But thou, oh, 17 is talking about fasting. Let me look at where you talk about prayer. Give me verse number probably 5. Let me take it from 5. I'll come to this one, 5. And when thou prayest, everybody say, when thou prayest. Let me see what the NIV version would say. Give me the NIV version, let me see. Huh? Mm? Please. And when you do what? Watch this. Say that with me. When you pray. Say it very loud. Say, when, I, when you pray. It didn't say, if you pray. It means that it's mandatory. If God, Jesus said, if you pray, we could have decided not to pray. But he said, when you pray, it means that heaven is expecting you to pray. Apostle Paul said, pray without ceasing. Luke chapter 18, Jesus said, men ought always to pray and never fail. Colossians 4, he said, continue in prayer. Don't stop. To fulfill your ministry, you must be prayerful. <laughs> you must be prayerful. When thou pray, when do you pray, when do you pray, when do you pray, when you do what? Pray. Oh, somebody praying broke barrenness. Ah, I told them, I've told them, hey, when I'm, I, God has used us to pray for people to get the fruit of the womb all over the world of testimonies. But sometimes I tell them, I say, listen, when, you go, when your childbirth is delaying, it might be a sign 
of the kind of child you are going to carry, man of God. All the women that their childbirth delayed, they didn't give birth to ordinary children. Check all the guys. The first woman who childbirth delay is called Sarah. He gave birth to a guy called Isaac. Ha! That guy went forward. He was strong. He was great and became very great. He was the type of Christ. Abraham must willingly give Isaac on the altar for God to give Christ on the altar. Because nothing comes from heaven until something first leaves the earth. You didn't catch it. Watch this. The second person who had birth delay was the same uh, Rebecca who gave birth to Jacob and Esau. Who? Jacob? Ah. Huh? Jacob? Jacob. He even rested with God. Yes. Mm. 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 A man holding God said, leave me alone. I'm going. At the actual, he said, you are, you are not going anywhere. Until you bless me, you are not going. Chad birth delay. When Jacob went to Laban's house, he has two daughters. One of them is called Leah. One is called Rachel. He loved Rachel. He loved Rachel. Leah was giving birth. Leah was pre- getting pregnant so much that Jacob ran away from her. Because when you hug her, she becomes pregnant. If you greet Leah, the next will come and say, I'm pregnant. So Jacob left and said, what kind of woman are you? But the one he loved was not taking seed. But the day he got pregnant, he gave birth to Joseph, the preserver of the world. You are not listening. When things are delaying in your life, don't only look at the natural delay. Check why God is doing that. There is a woman who also childbirth delay. He has a rival in the house. The husband is called Elkanah. And he has a rival called Penina. And provoking her. As a result of the pain, he went to the temple to pray. The prayer that he stole up and poured from his womb birthed a prophet called Samuel. He is the only prophet in the Bible that God said that none of his words fall on the ground. The voice of Samuel is the voice of God. I'm teaching. I'm teaching. Fulfilling your ministry. So when you see things are delaying, when they lock our building and it delay. Potter City was birth. We prayed. We fasted. Keep a toya. Hey. Listening to the words of the angel that came to Zachariah. Give me Luke chapter 4. So the forerunner of Jesus was born by prayer. Zachariah and his wife were so old, God forgotten about their age. He's the only one in the Bible God can't remember their age. He was well stricken in years. I said, Lord, can't you remember? He said, I forgot it. The guy was so old, God forgot his age. Oh, I'm preaching good. Don't stop me. Hallelujah. Luke chapter one, maybe one. For as much as many, okay, go to verse number four. Introduction. I don't need the introduction. Go to verse four. Huh? That thou mightest know the certainty was writing to Theophilus. Go to verse number five. Oh, Jesus. There was a days of Herod, a king of Judea, a certain priest named Zachariah of the course of Abia, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was what? Elizabeth. Are we together? And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. Oh, Jesus is Lord. And they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. This is where God forgot in their age. 
stricken in years. Up to date, God has not told us the age of Elizabeth and his husband. <laughs> you don't read Bible, it is there. Hallelujah. Do you know why he did that? Sarah gave birth at the end of 90. He didn't want it to come to the place that when a woman is after 90, he said, oh, now I've gone beyond scripture. So he left somebody in the Bible with that date of birth, which means that no matter how old you are, I can still get you pregnant. What a humorous God. Give the Lord a wave and say hallelujah to Jesus. Faith is the most powerful and potent force on earth. Now, let me, let, let me continue reading. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, because that time a lot of priests has come. So, in order for you to go and do your exercise, they must cast a lot. So, let's say, and this time, according to Bible history, there were over 400 to priests. So, they cast lot, and the Lord fell on him. He was lucky. He went to the Holy of Holies. Listen to the words of the angel. John, this is the circumstance that surrounded John the Baptist, who was the forerunner of Jesus Christ. God didn't force the child on them. He was only answering prayer. How do we know that? Watch this. And it came to pass. Why he executed the priest? Uh, why executed the priest's office of the course uh, uh, of before God in the order of his course? Watch this. Huh? According to the custom of the priest's office, his lord was to burn incense when he went into the temple. So when they cast the lord, he was supposed to go and burn incense at the Holy of Holies. Watch this. And the Bible said, and the whole multitude of the people were doing what? Praying. Without at the time. So they who were the outer court, they were praying. The priest was executing his office by burning incense in the temple. And suddenly an angel appeared. Watch this. And there appeared an angel unto, and there appeared unto him an angel of, of, of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Visible. This is not a dream. He saw an angel with his feathers standing. Watch this. Ha. And what did the angel say? And when Zachariah saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel spoke and said, and the angel said unto him, fear not Zachariah, for thy prayers are heard. You have been praying to get a son. Today the prayer is heard. Amen. That's, what, that's what it is. So John the Baptist was born out of prayer. The angel came and said that prayer is heard. Prayer. Prayer. Don't take prayer like some of you where you are without prayer, you can't take the land. You need to pray until the land will respond to revival. Prayer. I've read all the church history from over 17th century there about A. Alan. All those guys, they have never been revival without prayer. Azusa revival. I stood in Azusa in California. Even if you go there, now the presence of God is still felt. Azusa, I saw, I, I read it. People prayed. Some of them stay in church. They were going to church three times a day for more than two years. Holy Ghost baptism. A one-eyed black man stepped up a revival. Assemblies of God came out of Azusa revival. When Azusa revival played, the church of God of nations and assemblies of God. Look at assemblies of God. One of the powerful institutions in our time. All over, Dr. Young Cho's church, which is the largest church in the world, sources from Assemblies of God. It's called the Full Gospel Assemblies of God Church. Reviver. Reviver. 
Revival. When revival comes, you don't need to be anointed. You just have to wear the brand name. No, you don't need to be anointed. No, when revival comes, you can put a cry here, you start a church. Everybody will come because it's revival. It's not happening because of your prayer. Others have prayed. This is what is happening to America now. They have enjoyed the prayers of their forefathers and the generation has stopped praying. Do you know why we need revival? Every revival is not permanent. 700 years ago, the revival and the ark of the testimony was in a new place you call Turkey. Ephesus. That is where Jesus wrote the seven churches in the book of Revelation. They were all in Turkey. Today, Turkey is 99% Islam. So if you don't pray and give the mantle to your children, what you have started will die. And every success without a successor is a failure. So we need to pray and get people to pray. Your best friend is the one that says, let's go and pray. Not the one that says, let's go and fight. Don't need it. No. Prayer. Fulfilling your ministry, it cannot be outside prayer. Number two, to fulfill your ministry, you must love the ministry of fasting. Verse 17 of Matthew chapter 6. Yesterday I was watching something on CNN. No, uh, what is the name of this one? Club, club, club 700. Eh? Uh, um, do you know Club 700? Um, what do they call it? Pat Thomas, eh? Yeah, his Club 700. He used to interview a, a medical doctor, one of the top doctors in America. And they came up with a scientific discovery that if everybody can fast at 24 hours a day, once in a month, you will never have any sickness in your body. So, when science whine, 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 they'll still come back to scripture. Can I tell you this? The first scripture Jesus quoted on earth is that man shall not live by bread alone. We cannot do this work without fasting. This compound was given on the 35th day of a 40th day fast. This one. This vision was given on the 35th day of a 40th day fast. I like the way you are quiet because I'm talking about food now. Now listen to me. The four appetites. We have the spiritual appetite. We have the sex appetite, food appetite, and greed appetite. These are the three appetites. Four, first one is a spiritual appetite. Food appetite. What brought sin is food. Eve ate the fruit and gave it to Adam and sin entered. So if you cannot master the food appetite, you don't have a stand for the sex appetite. Oh, what a quiet church. Are you hearing what I'm talking about here? Man shall not live by bread alone. Do you know that there was no one recorded miracle of Jesus Christ until after 40 days and 40 nights fasting? Not one. Not one. A pastor that don't fight, the powers in your territory will trouble you. Fasting keeps them away. Is that not the fast I've chosen? Isaiah 50, to lose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, then you break every yoke. I like verse 8. Then shall your light break forth as the morning. Your health will spring forth speedily. Your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your reward. There have never been a revival without fasting. Cannot be possible. <laughs> ah, Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. When they send them to, to, to go and cast out demon, there is a demon you dealt with yesterday. There's no guarantee that you can deal with another one tomorrow. 
When they came back to to boast, the master, even the demons are subject to us through your name. So when Jesus took three apostles to go and pray at the mountain, Peter, James, and John, he left the nine there. A man brought his son, and they could not cast him out. They couldn't. Now, it is a very powerful statement. English, when the King James, you didn't say they wouldn't. They couldn't. When Jesus Christ said, you faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? Bring the boy. Boom! The demon left the disgraceful apostles, failing social, mm. went to Jesus Nicodemusly. That's a, just a theological word for privately. They say, Master, wake up. What is it? Why couldn't we cast him out? Say, because of your unbelief. By the time we got to 21, he said, but this kind, Matthew 17, 20, how be this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting? So there are certain territorial spirit without fasting, you can't handle them. You can't. You can't handle them. I, 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 if you don't, if you are not clapping, I'm preaching. If, if you are not clapping, I am still preaching. Fasting. Now watch this. The mountain of transgression is not for food giants. Moses fasted for 40 days and 49. Elijah fasted for 40 days and 49. Jesus fasted for 40 days and 49. The three of them met on the mountain of transgression. If you are not a fasting candidate, you can't come there. Tell somebody you must fulfill your ministry. Fulfill it. Do you know why I'm preaching this? I want you to fulfill it. It's a joy. When you stretch in the center of God's way, huh? it's a joy. You can fulfill your ministry when you are 70 years old. And between 70 and 75, you are fulfilled it. Can a hugging say he prayed for 15 years? God say, you were joking. You are not going to start. Wow. One day when we came to Porter City here, after I've done all night in bedding power for over 15 years, God said, you are not starting ministry. So me now, I mean, now introduction. He said, when you were there, you have a gift but no knowledge. Nobody can let you feel bad like God. He will just bring what is inside you and tell you. No. So, some of us, it's possible we have not started. Maybe that is why God ordered you to come and hear some things like this. Because it's not measured in Donate duration. It's not measured in duration. It's measured in donation. All you hear is that Methuselah was six nine hundred and sixty nine years and died. That's all. No reference. And Jesus was thirty three years, and his impact is still being felt. Somebody fulfilled his ministry in three years. He started when he was thirty. Finished when he was thirty three. Still being fulfilled. Three. So maybe some of you are starting after you leave here. Listen, I was walking out of the South Korea mountain and the Lord said, you are not going to start ministry. And I have preached close to 20 years plus. Lord, no, I don't understand what you are saying. He said, go back. You are not going to start. Because sometimes as a result of the pride in you, God is not counting it as a ministry.
Somebody say yes. When the thing enter, you can feel it. You see, God took you through some battle and got your attention to do crusade. There are some things he has gone through. It has humbled him by force. When they lock our building in Tema, I have learned some things that no Bible school can teach me. No Bible school. Ministry is not getting from Bible school. God fired the devil from heaven and used him to train his children. So watch this. There is something you are going through that you sit in the Lord. I don't know what you are going through. Just keep quiet and go through it. God met the devil on the coffee table. And the devil was minding his business. He said, Satan, where are you going? I'm moving to a front. He said, sit down and get some coffee. And God brought the topic. Where should we go? Have you considered my servant, Job? God started. He said, oh, that guy, yes. <laughs> you know, I've been trying to deal with him. But there's a head. Now, watch this. It was the devil that told us that there was a hedge around Job. How did you know? He fired arrows that were not working. Bless me. God didn't tell us there was a hedge. Satan said, have you not make a hedge? How did he know? When they finish the conversation, Satan was permitted to go and deal with the devil, with Job. Permission from heaven. So there is something you are going through, it has been permitted. Because at the end of the day, the devil said something that pain God. Your trial is also like a football match. Darkness is here, light is here. They are all seeing. He said, does he fear you for nothing? You have bribed him to fear you. Does not fear you for now. Have you not given him substance? You have blessed the guy, but he has not been tried. If you like, let me deal with him. He will curse you. So what God, the devil is telling God is that you bribe people to follow you. This guy you say you are going to make a prime minister. He has not been tested. You are bribing him. If you like, let me use Mrs. Potiphar. So heaven is watching what will be the outcome. God has confidence in Job. If Job disappoints, he has failed heaven. Hey, buddy, there is something you are going through. Heaven is watching. Be careful. Oh, I'm preaching. There is something happening around you. Apostle, Apostle Foley, every challenge you have gone through, heaven is watching. Heaven is watching. Because of your ministry. When they finish and they come back for the verdict, God calls Satan and says, Satan, have you seen? Ah. He said, now the things you stole, I'm going to give it to him double. Double. Now listen. You will be blessed. You will be promoted. But you must be tested. Because God doesn't bless people he has not tested.
you must have enough humility to walk around and build something like this and be carrying mattress and set it for pastors who are coming. Hey. Yesterday, I was setting some of your rooms and sweeping. No. It takes another heart. Because by the time you build like this, you walk some way. Nobody can greet you. People come to this compound, they don't even know I'm the one. Because I don't show. One day, there was a wedding here from Assemblies of God. Assemblies of God came to do, I don't do the weddings, my sons that did it. Pastor Abed, Pastor Martin. So, I don't. I, 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 because if I go and do wedding, they can tend to revival. <laughs> One day, I, I was preaching in my brother's wedding. And the Holy Ghost came in a certain way and they were moving a prophetic. And wedding, bride fell in under the power. A groom fall. Even the, the, hand, the, the best man was carried by the Holy Ghost. But by the time I finished, my wife said, what is this? Eh? So no, I, I, I won't preach a wedding again. Trust me, when I take the microphone, you can't tell what will happen. If I come to the element, you can't tell what will happen. Oh, yes. Now, but they came here. I was wearing a hard jeans. And then Saturday, they were doing the wedding. Different people, assemblies of God, they came with their car. Eh? And then, so when they were doing the wedding, they were doing it in another auditorium there. We have, we have a different auditorium. There's one we are building. This house of prayer, house of faith, house of redemption, dominion house. We are building a fourth one, the shed over there. Now, so when I went, I went to stand at the back, uh, trying to see what is happening. I went to the back. The, one of the assemblies of God women said, Christ, now open that one. So I said, Oh, madam, I beg you, I'm sure where the Now, I show Jesus, welcome. So I said, Sorry, I'm sure So I just peep, but when I finish, say, Watch, I'm sure I'm sure I'm He drove me out of the church, then I left. Now, when I got back, I was on my golf cart. I have a small cart that I move around. Then the wedding people saw me. They said, Daddy, they ran and they kneeled down at the road. Then I prayed for them. Then I said, Hey, is that the one? Now, point three to fulfill your ministry, you must be meek, you must be humble. You need it. Oh, I'm preaching. Oh, sing it, brother. Somebody say humility. Now, <laughs> this is what was said about the man. Who God said that? Huh. There are pastors and prophets among you. I speak to them through dreams and vision. But my servant Moses, I speak to him face to face. No, no, no. Now I don't have a problem. But that's when he says, you see, apparently mouth to mouth. No, mouth to mouth means kissing. The first arrest said, Lord, do you kiss Moses? He said, yes. I said, kiss me some. He said, are your lips thick enough? Because kissing means kissing fire. But God said he speak to Moses mouth to mouth. Now listen. He is the man that cut Moses. Hey. Sometimes when you look at the miracles, God tear through that guy. Hey. It's amazing. 
He made Israel so the first time people saw under the sea without diving and sea. And the Bible said the sea, the Red Sea became a dry ground. Anytime we go to Israel, you have to see the Red Sea physically to understand, to see. Now, do you have the Red Sea on the screen somewhere? Because in Israel, now let me tell you, a lot of you don't understand something. What we have in Africa, and when you go and stand in Choco and Takrade, it's not a sea. It's called ocean. In a sea, you see one land here and the other land at the other side. So, in the sea, in the ocean, when you stand, you can't see the other side. Israel has about four seas. They have the Mediterranean Sea. They have the Red Sea. They have the Sea of Galilee. And they have the Dead Sea. Now, when you are standing at the Red Sea, you see Egypt at the other side. Eh? So the Red Sea is here, and Egypt is at the other side, and they cross. It is when you see the sea physically that you appreciate how God divided the water. Watch this. Now, folks, and Moses saw under the sea. What is, one day I read the Bible to I said, Lord, can you tell me one statement? What is the secret of this Moses guy? He gave me Numbers chapter 12, verse 3. He said, go and read it. I won't tell you his prayer, his fasting. If he's fasting, other people have fasted more than what Moses fasted. So what is it? Numbers chapter 12 and verse number 3. Give me Numbers chapter 12 and verse number 3. And don't waste my now the man Moses into bracket was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. So when you go to God's hierarchy and rankings of humility, Moses was number one. Now men of God and church, I am not talking about temperament. Because in Africa, people equate temperament to humility. The fact that you are quiet does not mean you are humble. It is the state of the heart. You can be very quiet and be very proud. I'm preaching. Meekness. Meekness. It cannot be overpreached. It cannot be overpreached. It cannot be overpreached. Listen to this. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, taught it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. He made himself, not that God made him, it was a practical choice. He is in the same level with God, but he made himself of no reputation and put upon himself the form of a servant and he humbled himself unto death. Wherefore, God also has hardly exalted him. Hey! And giving him a name. So for Jesus to be exalted, he must even humble himself. Pride can come about the way you treat your wife. Husband, love your wife. It's not a suggestion, it's a command. Let me tell all the men of God here. You will never be happy in ministry if your wife is not happy. Take it from me. You will struggle in ministry 
If your wife, the greatest sin I fear is when my wife is grief. Because the family is more important to God than the church. If your wife is not happy, you are going nowhere. Husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church. That is the level of the bar. Make sure your wife is sound. Because the family is more important to God than the church. The family is number one. The church comes second. If you want to know the mind of God in anything, go to the book of beginnings. In the book of beginnings, God didn't start a church. He started a family. The state of the family determines the state of the church. So, my wife must be hyper sound. I don't care how successful you preach. If your wife is not happy, you are a failure. Love your wife. Take care of her. Give her attention. Don't let the congregation undermine her. We have a wonderful family church here. Wonderful family, simple people. They love their mother. They love. They love their mother. Our daddy. They love her. Simplicity. Can I tell you this? It will shock you. Can I tell you this? Do you really want to hear? Are you sure? The latest statistics that has come is that a fastest growing church, the sign of a fastest growing church is that the congregation love their pastor and his wife. Mm. And the pastor also loves his wife. Mm. Listen, one of the reasons why when you come to our church, people live with their wives. People go along with their No matter the challenge, they handle it. Because their spiritual parent, we are not dummies. You live that standard of a family life. When there was a fight between Abraham and his wife Sarah by Ishmael, God came to talk about them. I said, Abraham, listen to your wife. Meekness. Because a lot of pastors have bad marriage. They come to church with clerical, but their wife is bleeding. As they have time for there, we hide behind tongues. Kimako yehenimi, hayaba, hubaba. It means nothing to God. If you don't love your wife, love her, let her feel welcome. There is a great man of God that follows in America called Bishop T.D. Jakes. Wow. And he had a revelation, God told him that. A lot of pastors' wives have resented their husband's ministry. It's dangerous. It means that your wife can be angry about the ministry you are doing. Because the way you treat her. That man, when he's preaching and the wife is coming to church, everybody stands up. They interview him. I see and ask, why do you do that? Why do you do that? And your wife stands up. Some of the things we have learned in the past is tradition. But you make the word of God of known effect by the traditions of your fathers. I was preaching for Pentecostal church and I told the pastor, I said, the way you are treating your wife, I will never come here again. The two shall be one. It's biblical. Marriage is not for struggle. He said, he that finds a wife, finds a good thing and obtain favor from the Lord. To fulfill our ministry, we need humility. And humility is what will make us love our wives. Serve her. Because God will hear her prayer. She is the mother of the children that are going to carry your ministry. 
Some of you, your mantle should be given to your sons and daughters. And the woman that raised them, you must cherish her. Listen, I have checked all the top preachers in the world. Name them. Kenneth Copeland. Papa Deboi. Recently, I saw nine secrets of Papa Deboi's strength of ministry. And they listed the way he treated his wife. It was awesome. Slap someone and say, be humble, be humble. That's one of the things I fall in love with you when you came here. Closeness with his wife. Live with her like a sister. They are working together, praying together. The people that pray together live together. Uh-huh. And don't ever think that some of the congregation members giving you money, they are better than your wife. No. no? So nothing anybody will give you. No? Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself at all. Nobody can lift his finger on my wife. I will bury you alive. Don't even think about it. They are here, my daughters and sons. Nobody in this church has ever tried, and you won't try it. To talk about my mind. No, no, don't think about it. Don't even dare. When I breathe on you, you will not survive. It's authority. It's not the same. Nobody. They won't even think about it. We live normal. We are just there. Respect her. A dickin insult your wife, he can't say he's the dickin. No. Because he gives you money. We don't have a special supporter, sponsor in this church. Put it whatever you want to put. Nobody. We don't have any special support. We don't give people posts because of money. No, there's nobody in this church who has a title because of what he gives. Nobody. I preach anything I want to preach. The law of absolute dependence on God. God told me. Many years ago, there was a man supporting me. And the man supported me and then, I called him and and anything, then I'm praying, Lord, call this man. The Lord told me something. He says, hey, everything in people's pocket that you are eyeing, I put it there. Instead of eyeing their pocket, why don't you eye me? It delivers me from everybody that will control my mercy because of their so-called money. Never. Never. It. Let God be your sponsor. It might take you time to get there, but you'll be there. It might be rough, but you'll be there. Because the devil will make will push you to make a wizard a decay. You will scatter your ministry. Wizard. You will scatter the innocent flock. Anybody that will sit in your church and discuss about the pastor is not qualified to hang around. Even if they think what you did is wrong, because they have not pastored before, they can't talk about you. For instance, if you have not done what I've done, you can't criticize me. Because you don't know what is there. So a deacon cannot lift his voice on a pastor. That's the one when Miriam and Moses tried, Moses and Aaron tried, God dare with them. He strike Miriam with leprosy immediately. 
Let us say, Lord, you didn't punish Aaron. He said, because he's the high priest. If I strike him, I won't get anybody as a substitute. But I'll punish him later. One day I was reading the book of Hebrews. And God listed the heroes of faith and take Aaron's name out. If there's anybody whose name should be there, it should be the first high priest. If Rahab's name is there, Aaron's name is not there. God said, this is his punishment for speaking against my son. Bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.